The Joe Pags Show. To talk to Joe, call 888-941-PAGS. And now, it's Joe Pags. Glad to have you. Thanks. I appreciate you stopping by. Lots going on. Lots to get to. Bottom of this hour will be David Bossy. Knows a lot about elections. He is somebody who's been watching elections a long time, has been part of administrations and elections, or campaigns at least. Um, we're going to talk to him about what's happening around the country. We ask him about Carrie Lake, Blake Masters, J.D. Vance, Kelly um, Chewbacca. We talk about New York, Zeldin, and Hochul. Got a lot going on in Pennsylvania, a lot of races going on there. It's going to be a tough one in Pennsylvania for governor. I do believe we'll have uh, Doug Mastriano on again. We're, we're trying to get him back on. We'll have him again uh, soon, hopefully. But uh, there's a lot going on in this country when it comes to the midterms. We'll make some predictions as well about how things may turn out. So make sure you stick around for that at the bottom of the hour. I'm going to get into meritocracy. going to get into the way that things work in America. going to talk about Stephen A. Smith, who um, I, I like Stephen A. Smith. I know him. I like him, but he keeps saying things that are like outside of what I would expect from him, which is kind of interesting. We'll talk about that as well, because the Supreme Court is about to make a decision on basically getting rid of any sort of advantage depending on race or ethnicity. It's my opinion, there shouldn't be any advantage for your race or ethnicity. Should not be any advantage for your gender. I mean, for, for me, it's kind of simple. So... When we get into it, I was surprised by what I heard Stephen A. Smith say today. And we do have a history. You guys may or may not know of the history. Maybe, maybe, Carrie, maybe I'll find some 19, from 2007 video from when I was on Stephen A. Smith's show. Oh, why not? you should. Yes, absolutely. Pop that on the, uh, on the mm-hmm. rumbles. Why not? I was on the, he had a show called Quite Frankly with Stephen A. Smith. And uh, they'd fly me to New York and I'd sit there and we'd, you know, argue about stuff. I like him. I like the guy. If you're into sports, you know what, uh, who Stephen A. Smith is. But for some reason, today he's talking about how it's still unfair for black people in this country. And he's talking about how meritocracy, meritocracy still doesn't work. And he literally said he's not paid as well as some white commentators simply because he's black. You know how much Stephen A. Smith makes every year? Mm, Carry any idea? Millions, probably. Yes, millions is a correct answer. How many millions? Any idea? I, I'm going to say um, two or three, maybe. We'll get into it. Okay. We'll get into it. Okay. We will talk about all of that because um, what he says doesn't make sense on a Tuesday. It's Taco Tuesday. Yes, it is. Come on. Come on. A little chair down. No? Taco. I've got my tacos, my radio. Taco. A little salsa, I'm ready to go. Give me taco. No enchilada, no cheesy nacho. Yummy. Come on now. It's how we do on a Tuesday. Come on now. Now me and Polo, we like the hot sauce. Exactly. Cause he's the boss. Uh-huh. Oh no. I accidentally accidentally What? Stupid. It's not stupid. Be nice. It's very rude. Very mean. An unhappy lady. I guess you don't want your song tomorrow, I guess. I don't want that one. I deserve that. I said, yeah, needs more carrying. Polo. Taco. Thank you, sir. All right, so there you go. Carrie, I can't give you the, the new one all the time. Why not? 
You just had it well, last why week. Why not? So? Are you working Thursday? <laughs> I couldn't hear you. I am not. Well, last there you game go. of the season for my Made child. the choice easy. Made the choice easy. <laughs> okay. He actually, I, I talked to him. He said he's after. fine with you not being there. No, you did not talk to him. He did not say yeah, that. Yeah, you made a mistake. You told me two days beforehand. Normally, it's like an hour. <laughs> I know. I don't. I, I won't know. be able to make it I today. Don't, I don't do that. I don't do that. But so there you go. A little taco Tuesday for you. Have a taco. Think of Carrie Lockie today, if you don't mind. Mm-hmm. I mean, seriously, I think it's a fun song. The people it's, love it. We have we have contemplated getting rid of the song. You know that. I wish you would. Yes. We have contemplated it. Because it's the dumbest thing ever. Yeah. It's not, it's not dumb at all. It is. We have thought about it, but uh-huh. the people spoke. Did they? And they said, we want the song. No, you want the song. Nah, it's not really about me, to be honest. Even it though they didn't show what? up for me and everything. <laughs> but it's not really about me. It's all about you. All right. So, uh, and again, the people in the chat love the fact that I did the real one. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes, right. there's one. If you're, if you're new to the, to, the, to the show, there's one where we kiss Carrie's at Carrie Lucky in the middle yeah, of it. It's just stupid. That's a pretty great It's one. just dumb. It's not stupid. 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 Mm-hmm. No, no, it is. All right, Stephen A. Smith uh, is a guy that I knew of because he's a great basketball writer. I believe he started in Philadelphia. He was writing about the NBA. He did so well that he moved up very quickly. I don't think he started at ESPN on television. I'm willing to be wrong about that. For some reason, I feel like it might have been Sports Illustrated TV or it might have been Fox Sports. It was something. I don't know that it was ESPN. Either way, he ended up getting to ESPN. There was an in-between time when he was out at ESPN, where he was looking to possibly become a commentator on, like, CNN. So he had this show called Quite Frankly with Stephen A. Smith, and I think it was ESPN, too, I think. And it was 2006, 2007. I was doing a bunch of Fox. I was doing a bunch of, uh, of sort of cable news. And I got the call. They said, hey, would you like to come to New York? Because this person says you're pretty good at that. and be on Stephen A. Smith's show. Went there, met him. Nice guy. Liked him a lot. I was on a panel with, I believe it was uh, Ju- Judge Mathis and um, a guy named Torre. The audience was 90% black, and I was one of the, the lone white people there. And I got to tell you something, I loved it. I loved the whole feel of the show. I loved the whole setup of the show, but it was rigged against me big time. I'm just going to put it out there. There was, a, let's bring in the white guy and give him a hard time. But I made fast friends with everybody. And we ended up mixing it up, and they were so excited about it, I came back again, I don't know, a few weeks, a month later, and we did it again. I like Stephen A. He and I had a couple of conversations, nothing big. Fast forward a year or two later, and I get called to go to CNN Headline News in New York to because they're literally, CNN was considering going back to left versus right, almost a crossfire type show. I did a week-long, um, on it was actually on television, test with Rachel Maddow. And she and I thought hit it off pretty well on the air. And I think she would have been much more moderate had we done the left versus right thing. They didn't do it. They told me it was because they didn't like her as much. They probably told her they didn't like me as much. Either way, whatever happens, happens. She ended up becoming an MSNBC person and unfortunately went far left. But Stephen A. was one of the people that I was doing a pilot with when they brought in a bunch of us. It was Stephen A. Smith, Eric Michael Dyson, Roland Martin, and I think... I don't know if they say Jank or Sink. The guy's name is Uger, Unger, whatever, the Young Turks guy. We all did We all did sort of a pilot together, not as one, like I would be with each of them individually, they'd be with each other individually, and so on. And Stephen A. was more of a conservative thinker when it came to finances. Politically, maybe not as much, but he and I hit it off just fine. 
as we're waiting to go do our thing, it was great. Had a long talk with him about ESPN, what was going on there, whether he was going to resign there, whether they wanted him back. I mean, it was a really nice conversation. Again, fast forward another 10 years. We didn't get the the show, obviously, and he ended up going back to ESPN. Um, And I see him at one of the Spurs games. Hang out with him, take a picture, shake hands, how you been, good to see you again. Everything's good. And I think this guy, generally speaking, is more of a moderate, and if he had a gun to his head, probably leans a little right when it comes to fiscal issues. Maybe when it comes to other issues, he might be more leaning to the left. But I like him. And guess what? He's really good at his job. So we've got this argument about meritocracy in this country. Meritocracy is you move up if you're good at what you do. If you are better than the next guy, you get the job. If the next guy's better than you, he gets the job. You get rewarded on the merits of what it is that you bring to the table. Pretty simple. Well, Stephen A. Smith today, or somebody posted, and it must have been him because it's him saying it, that meritocracy doesn't work that America still isn't fair to black people like him. And he said, I am, uh, yes, I'm actually underpaid compared to other people who do what I do. And he was alleging, inferring that it was because of his skin tone and his ancestry. Stephen A. Smith is in the position he's in because he's very good at it. He's in it because of meritocracy. He's in it because he beat other people trying to do the same job because he did it better. And as we sit here today, Stephen A. Smith, in doing what he does, and he just launched a new podcast, too, that's probably not even included in this, reportedly makes $8 million a year. Now, I maybe I missed something. I'm not making $8 million a year, and I'm really good at what I do. In fact, according to Talkers Magazine, I'm in the top 10, like on the planet, when it comes to important and influential talk show hosts. I don't make what the number one guy, Sean Hannity, makes. And you know what? As I keep on working at it, as I keep on getting better, I'll make more money. I'm not making Stephen A. Smith money, and he's complaining. I make really good money, and I'm not complaining, but I'm not making as much as him. So should I say, because we do a similar job, he actually works a lot less than I do, but we work a similar job that he somehow is making $8 million and I'm making much less because he's black. Is that affirmative action? And here's something interesting, and I don't really care if you believe me because it's true. I never thought about it. I never thought to myself, I better be making more than Stephen A. Smith. I never thought to myself, I better be making more than Sean Hannity. I better be making more than Philip and Mark Levin. No, never. I never thought that. What I thought was, I'm going to try as hard as I can. And if I bring it every day, and if you enjoy what I do, and if the stations benefit, and if the online benefits, and if Rumble benefits, then I'm going to benefit. That's always been my goal. I've never sat back and said, I'm not getting it because of skin tone or ancestry. Never. And I would never say that. Now, Stephen A. Smith doesn't have a leg to stand on when he complains that he hasn't progressed like he should through meritocracy. He's making, did I mention $8 million a year? So how much should you make? 30? 100 million a year? What is it that you're missing out on on your 8 million a year? And who signed the contract? It wasn't me. It had to be him. So why is he complaining? I'll never understand why people who make it to the top of the top are the ones that talk about being oppressed or uh, somebody's using prejudice against them. Oprah will walk around talking about how oppressed black people are. She's a billionaire. It doesn't make sense. Uh, you've got Lizzo, who's worth $12, 13000000 million, making money for singing and dancing, complaining that she's oppressed. It doesn't make sense. Why are you saying that? It doesn't make sense. Colin Kaepernick was making $13, 14000000 a year. 
and decided he'd take a knee because he's being oppressed. It doesn't make sense. I'm so sick and tired of people not understanding why this, this nation is so great. Because it offers equal opportunity by law. You can't not offer equal opportunity unless, of course, you're using some sort of uh, affirmative action when it comes to college entrances or when it comes to to placing people in a different high school or something. Affirmative action or different jobs. Affirmative action needs to go away because it's actually the antithesis of equal opportunity. It doesn't make sense. And Stephen A. Smith does not have a leg to stand on. He is all wet on this one. 888-941-PAGS. 888-941-7247. JoePags.com. Stay here. This is the Joe Pag Show. Glad to have you. Thanks. It's the Joe Pag Show. 888-941-PAGS. 888-941-7247. JoePags.com. Appreciate you being here. Bottom of the hour is going to be David Bossy. We've got that for you also. Um, were they really colluding together, the government and big tech? We've, we're finding out now that Elon Musk has taken over Twitter that uh, there was a lot of collusion. There was a lot of working together. Basically, the, the question is very simple. Was Twitter acting as an arm of the government? And if so... Were they allowed to ban and suspend and block speech? I think you know the answer, but we'll get into that. Your thoughts about Stephen A. Smith complaining that he's being underpaid compared to some white commentators who do what he does. He's making $8 million a year, allegedly. That's the report. Stephen has never told me how much he makes, but he makes a lot of money. But he's complaining. And I don't know why he's taking this tactic, because he's never been this sort of guy who is radical about race. He is the guy that... um I'll never forget, this before I ever met him. He did, however, say when Kobe Bryant was alleged to have raped somebody, he said, I hope it's not true because because he's a black man. I found that to be weird. But when I met him, I found him to be much more cerebral. And I don't know if he says things to try to get people going um, or if he says things because he really believes them. But what he said about not making as much as others and he's underpaid compared to some others, I find that to be ridiculous. I do. Because... When I sign contracts and I'm under contract, I have several contracts going right now. Uh, when I'm under contract, I have never had anybody hold a gun to my head to sign it. I've never had anybody twist my arm to sign it. I've signed it because I agreed to the terms. Can I not agree to the terms? Yes, I can. Can I ask for more? Yes, I can. Can I ask for something different? Yes, I can. But once I sign it, I've given my word. You know, I, I, I've never remember hearing Stephen, Stephen A. Smith re-signing his contract you know, under some sort of contempt. Uh, I'll sign it, but this is BS. You're underpaying me. Never heard that before. But suddenly, now that we're talking about meritocracy, now that we're talking about affirmative action, suddenly he's underpaid. I find that to be a little bit ridiculous, to be honest with you. 888-941-PAGS. Your thoughts on this? 888-941-7247. Or go to JoePags.com. You scroll down to the bottom, click on contact, send the team an email, or go to any of my social media. I pay a lot of attention to Twitter during the program, but I also check out Getter and Truth, and, and Rumble is where I have all my videos. You can go and check those out there as well. Let me tell you about the uh, the BOGO deal that, that is back from Eden Pure. It's back for just a week. Just this week, 
You've always wondered about the, the Eden Pure Thunderstorm air purifier. You wondered if it works. Well, now's the best time to get yourself one or two. Minimum would be two, I would guess, because it's buy one, get one, right? Best time to find out how it works. When you buy one thunderstorm, you get one free. No matter how many you buy, you get an equal amount free. Buy two, get two free. Buy five, get five free. I'm guessing you buy a thousand, you get a thousand free. All right. And again, this is going to completely eliminate any odor. This is how it works. Even the worst odors like pets, cigarette smoke, urine, and cooking odors, it doesn't mask the odors like those sprays you might see. The thunderstorm will actually seek out and destroy them. Now's the time to order Eden Pure's buy one, get one free sale is happening this week only. Over 265,000 sold in countless five-star reviews. You know it works. People are buying several, even they're buying them as gifts. Okay. Go to EdenPureDeals.com, EdenPureDeals.com, discount code PAGSBOGO. P-A-G-S-B-O-G-O. That's EdenPureDeals.com. Promo code is PAGSBOGO, and shipping is absolutely free. All right, make that happen right now. So, Kerry, let's get into this this uh, this deal. I I hope the story that you have has Clarence Thomas's comments, because I found Justice Thomas saying exactly the right thing. It, we'll see if it's in there. What do you have? Fox News, after lengthy and heated oral arguments Monday, Supreme Court experts say the justices are likely to bar the use of affirmative action in college admissions. This proved to be a full contact oral argument for both the advocates and the justices, said George Washington University law professor and Fox News contributor Jonathan Turley. The challengers clearly had a better day before the court. Now, the court heard two similar cases on the use of race in college admissions at Harvard University and the University of North Carolina in a nearly five-hour session. An activist group called Students for Fair Admissions brought both cases and seemed to have more justices on its side. Chief Justice Roberts at points appeared to be losing his patience with Harvard's counsel, Seth Waxman, due to his combative style and oral argument, Turley added in an interview with Fox News Digital. Waxman spoke over a number of justices who asked questions and did not appear responsive to direct questions from justices. And perhaps the most telling moments of the arguments, Harvard attorney Seth Waxman got into testy exchanges with Justice Samuel Alito and Chief Justice John Roberts in the span of a couple of minutes. Alito pressed Waxman on why it is that Asian American students regularly receive lower personal scores on their applications than other races. Waxman talked around the justices' questions, causing Alito to get frustrated with the lawyer. Waxman then got into a tense back and forth with Roberts. The justice asked why Waxman was downplaying race as a factor in admissions decisions, when according to Roberts, it must have some impact or else it would not be included. Waxman admitted race was decisive for some highly qualified applicants, just like being an oboe player in a year in which the Harvard Radcliffe Orchestra needs an oboe player. We did not fight a civil war about oboe players. Robert shot back. We did fight a civil war to eliminate racial discrimination. And with that frustrated retort to an attempt by Harvard's lawyer to justify using race in higher education admissions, Chief Justice Roberts illuminated the disingenuous paradoxes at the heart of affirmative action. Manhattan Institute Director of Constitutional Studies, Ela Shapiro, also told Fox News Digital. Hey, Clarence Thomas had some good singers in there as well that we can we can find out about later. But, I mean, this guy, you go there in front of the Supreme Court and you ignore what they're saying. You talk over the justices. What's the matter with you? And and being an oboe player is the same thing as being black or Asian. Okay. That's going to be news to me. 888-941-PAGS. 888-941-7247. JoePags.com. When we come back, it'll be David Bossy. We talk a lot about the midterms, what you can expect, what we might see, what we might, what we might not see. You might be surprised. Keep it here. Coming back. Joe Pags.